You're listening to the No Life Skills Podcast with your host, Ashlyn. My advice for other sex workers, don't do what I did. Giving you an inside look at the fascinating world of sex work. Yeah, a little bit awkward, but uh, informational, I guess. Connect with other professionals and allies of the industry. I was like, wow, this is easy money. Now, join the conversation while we share inspiring stories on the No Life Skills Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of No Life Skills. I'm Ashlyn. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, I know we are a week late. I had some technical difficulties with my computer crashing every time I tried to open up GarageBand to record. So I had to get a new computer. So you know, when it rains, it pours. Great. So my sponsor is myself. So please follow me on Twitter at Adore Ashlyn. Please do that because I'm shadow banned. So please retweet me and like my stuff because I'm in Twitter jail. You can also find me on free OnlyFans, which is moreashlyn.com. And I also have a paid page now that you can subscribe to. So feel free to check that out. This week on the podcast, my good friend Layla Carrera joined me and we talked about freestyling and she's the OG of freestyling and she's hilarious. Uh, There was a few audio issues on her end, but I did my best. So hopefully you guys can hear most of it okay. And at the end, she did get cut off. So that's why there's an abrupt ending, but I did my best to fix everything the best I could. And then after that, I will be doing a segment on how to have boundaries with clients because I got an interesting message from somebody asking me some advice. So yeah, there you go. Well, hi, Layla. Thanks for uh, coming on the podcast with me. This is You're my first uh, remote guest. So this is very exciting. That's why I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, okay. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. So uh, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you come up with the name Layla Carrera? Uh, well, you know, it's, it, Layla just means night in Arabic. And I was like working nights. And then I <laughs> wanted to be ambiguous with my background. So I threw in Carrera. Uh, also, when I joined a rub and tug, they told me I needed a last name. <laughs> so I gave myself a last name and that's how I became Alayla Carrera. <laughs> and and isn't there something special about how you spell your last name? So because it's different. I So I misspell it on purpose so that when you Google me, I'm the only thing that comes up. It's me all the time, every link, every time. See, that's so smart. It's and, wonderful. And how, it's how wonderful. Did, Except for it's, when you yeah. don't want to be found. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's that's the bummer. Oh, man. So yeah. how, how did you get started in the business? How long have you been doing this? Uh, so I started off dancing and I was like in my early 20s at that time. But like real sex work, I would say was like, honestly, I must have been like 21 or 22. And I was working in a nightclub and we did a lot of corporate parties. And this guy who... It was the CEO of some bank. I won't say which because maybe people know him. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, uh, He came in with like this girl who was so drunk. Like she just could not get herself together. And so by the end of the night, like he was done with her. And he like comes to me. He's like, hey, he's like, "Uh, let's go somewhere. Some like weird, whatever. And I was like, "Um, sure. I was like, for five grand? I'm like, yeah. So then he was like, okay. And to me, I'm thinking like, no, like this can't be real life. Like what? (laughs) And like, literally that's what happened. Like he, I went with him, he gave me five grand and all I could think of was I'm going to pay all of my debts. (laughs) And that was like the beginning of. Holy shit. Five grand. 
no, no one's ever given me five grand. My yeah. God. Honestly, so that's like, why I'm I was hooked. like, it literally, so I'm like working in this nightclub and doing these corporate parties and just, you know, you say the right things and everyone's just for some reason looking for a house. So I'm like, Hey, I'm here. Hi, I can serve you here and I can serve you after. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Everyone's looking. <laughs> and I would just name, <laughs> yeah. And I would just name my price and these guys wanted to pay me. So I like, who am I to stop it? I was like, okay, this is, I'm, I think I'm on to something. <laughs> oh my God. So what, what was your price yeah, every literally. time? Was it five grand? Like every time? Like, oh my God. No, no, it would be whatever I felt like. So, okay. First off, because I was in a nightclub where we were getting a lot of like high profile people, I wouldn't always know who they were. I just knew if I wasn't making money in the club that night, I could make money off this guy outside of the club because his tables are comped. So he must be someone important. So, you know, you give someone a little nudge, like, who is this guy? And I'm like, oh, it's so-and-so of the Raptors. And, you know, you got to look up their net worth and you're like, okay, okay, I can work with this. That'll do. And then literally like just, I would, yeah. And I would just name like whatever felt comfortable in the moment that sometimes it could be like two grand. Sometimes it was five grand. Sometimes it was eight. I just random numbers. I was like, what do you feel like giving me? And a lot of the times like they would think, no, a lot of the times they would think because they thought I knew who they were that that was it. But I'm like, I have no idea who you are, baby. I just want your money. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> and it worked. So that, so I guess this episode is it about worked. freestyling. So you're like, you're like started out freestyling. You're like the OG at, at freestyling. No, literally. Cause like before then my surroundings of like, of women in the industry were women who walked the street. So like, that's all they ever knew. And so this is like my influence too, right? Like I'm thinking like, Oh, I'm not, I didn't know about the internet. I didn't know you could just go online and someone would give you money because you put up a few pictures. I thought I had to go out. I'm a find me. I'm a find me a man tonight. <laughs> He's gonna pay my bills. Oh my god! Oh my god! I love him so much. <laughs> wow. And, like, and, and, That's and an people wanted to pay me. Like, but you well, know duh, why? It was you. weird because of the. But you know what? It was like the surroundings. It was like the the place I was in just made it like the perfect hub to like ask for money. Cause like these guys were already spending, like you're drunk, you want money, you want to like hookers blow in cash, right? That's all people ever want. I was like, hi, hello. I can be there for you. I will hold your plates. What do you need? <laughs> yeah. So you were working in the strip clubs while you were meeting these guys. This was, this was actually not a normal, normal nightclub. It was like one of the oh, biggest really? nightclubs in Toronto. Yeah. I was just a server and like we wore these little oh like skimpy outfits. And, yeah. And like, literally we would just, uh, either have our tables like pre-booked in advance or people would come in through the doors and like ask for a table and then you would serve them. So like, I knew like if someone is already coming in and they're not splitting the tab with their friends and they're, you know, they have nice socks on, they got, you can see like they're wearing nice clothing. They've been here a few times. I'm like, okay, okay. He's tipped me well in the past. I know he's got money to spend, you know, like I started to like almost profile people. So like if they were like already like, you know, approaching me then at the end of the night, I would like take advantage of it. Like I literally exploited men for years. You're That's like, all I did. you're like the real hustler. <laughs> like, did you see that movie? <laughs> I watched, you know what? I watched it and it felt so relatable besides like having to drug anyone because I was in a nightclub atmosphere. So like everyone was doing their own thing anyways. Like I didn't, I so you didn't even have like to the drug them. No, I was just like, hey there. Oh <laughs> I my like god. money. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. And this this is in Toronto, groups. right? <laughs> yeah, this is in Toronto. And then I ventured into like 
the underworld. So like, uh, there was like clubs called after hours. And so like, I would go into these like clubs, like after hours, and then there would be just even richer guys there who literally, they just knew they wanted hookers. Like it wasn't even like, you didn't even have to dance around and like, Oh, Hey there, what brings you here? No. Hi. I, this is what my rate is. What do you want to, do you want to leave right now? <laughs> and they would like, oh have my condos God. Literally, that like, is just on incredible. Street in Toronto. Yeah. Literally like it, they, they knew what they were in for. Cause they're also in an app. You're like, hours, here's my you know? pussy. It's for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I'm like, cause it, or, you know, it'd be the guys who like the, the hit on you and they're like, Oh, I'd love to get to know you. And I'm like, you can just get to know me tonight. Like, that's okay. I just, I ask for money. <laughs> yeah. Like just tonight it's fine. And then leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. So how, how long did you do that in Toronto? So I did that for a solid, like, I want to say three or four years. And then, uh, and then like, because I was dating someone who, so he was actually a bouncer at the club <laughs> and he was <laughs> not happy that I was doing all this. And I was like, okay, I will compromise uh, and I will like, I'll, I'll just go and figure out another way. So someone was like, Oh, you should go on back pages. And so I started like, that's how I ventured into like posting ads and whatnot and like realizing, Oh, you can ask for an hourly rate. Okay. Okay. You don't just ask for a lump sum in advance and their kidneys. Okay. All right. Like learning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's kind of boring yeah. to do it that way. Just post an ad online. It sounds like well, what you were doing was much more well, no. exciting. <laughs> well, my way, my way, you could still also, someone would just tell you flat out, no. And I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to talk to your friends. Like, you know, or sometimes you can't hit the same spots twice. Like you, you kind of figure <laughs> it out. But with this, like posting online, I would now see what my competition was before there was no competition in my mind. So now I'm like seeing, oh, okay, this person's charging this. I'm like, shit, am I charging too much? Am I charging too little? Like, you know, or sometimes you'd be with a girl and she's down the hall doing the same thing you're doing. You're like, damn, like, <laughs> how do I compete oh with God. that? Like, you know, but freestyling, like, you, like I, I would like go to a casino in small towns and just like hang out with random people and take them back to my hotel. And it was like more profitable for me than sitting down at home and hoping that someone would take notice. Uh, so these guys at, at these clubs, when you were at these clubs, were there other girls who were working there that were also doing this? Or was it literally just you who were still stealing all these guys at the end of the night? So I actually didn't realize how common it was until I like started noticing. So like one girl, she always had the same guy who would book her booth all the time. Turns out the guy was actually her sugar daddy. And so he would like come pay for her booth, like to, cause you get 10% of the tab. So like he would pay X amount for like liquor. So she's making money off that. Then he would leave her like a wonderful tip. And then whatever else she needed, she got out of him. And like, that was her guy. Like he did not book a table with anybody else. <laughs> so you knew when he was there, wow. like she was being taken care of. And like, you just didn't, yeah, you just did not, you didn't go near that table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there was just like girls, <laughs> literally. And then there was girls who, uh, cause everyone has their thing. There was just girls who would look for like specifically celebrities, you know, and all they wanted to do was have sex with them. And I was like, that's cool because you know what, if you pay me, I will bring these girls and you can have sex with them. And so that's what I started doing is like, basically like, Oh, like I'm already hanging out with this guy. Why don't you guys come? And so like, I've had like, I was a very famous pop star at one point who would frequent my, the club I worked at and he, we never had sex, 
but he paid me so well. And all I did was just make sure that like he had new friends all the time. Like I would just ask people, do you want to go hang out at such and such hotel? And they'd be like, what's there? So-and-so I'm in, I'm like, cool. And I just, and would they fuck them or they just, they just hung out. They did. Honestly, they did whatever they wanted to do because they're consenting adults. It's none of my business. I just told my friends. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, I, they did whatever they wanted to do. Uh, like, because, you know, at that point, I'm like, I literally just brought the party, like, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was it. And so, like, this guy would pay me for my time, like, genuinely, like, hung out with me. Like, I felt like we, I would have called him my friend. This lasted for, like, three years. And... I like, we never slept together. And I like met other clients through him because of it and like kept them all like, like around. And I just met this person at the club. Like I was like waiting for another booth and then he like pulled me over to his and I was like, oh crap, like I'm not getting paid tonight because it's a stupid celebrity, but I turned it around and he started like paying me for my time. So I was like, this is wonderful. I just told him straight up like, oh, this is what I do. Oh my God. And you didn't even have to sleep with him. No, I didn't. And like, you know what? There were so many close encounters where it could have happened, but like, I don't know. I was not going to sleep with him. Like if he told me it was fine, like, like I'm not paying you, like I would have just left and I'm fine. Like, you know, it was like that bad. Like I was not going to sleep with him. He just looked so young. Why didn't you Um, want to sleep with him? But there was those who genuinely wanted, he looked like he was was a 19 year old. I'm not sleeping. Like I I was already like 24 at the time. Yeah. Like I was, uh, and, and, but who wouldn't want, like, yeah, it was Anyways, it was a, he was a really big pop star at one point. I guess he's still pretty famous, but like people obviously wanted to have sex with him, but paid for my time. Like I would get nice hotel rooms. I got like lots out of him actually. And yeah, it was Good. <laughs> like and I just oh met him at God. the club. Like, you know, like I just shot, I just went for it. Just shot the, what do you say? Shoot your shot. <laughs> I did one of those. Yeah. You, wow. You're a real <laughs> go-getter. It did. Oh my God. That's <laughs> crazy. I can't even, I can't even remember those days where we can go to the club. It's been so long. Like, I don't What's a club? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know oh, what? Man. If I go to a club now, I'd probably be anxious. <laughs> like because of COVID uh, or because Layla? of... <laughs> No, because like as my myself, because like keep in mind at that point, Layla wasn't a thing. Like I was working by my own name. <laughs> so these guys were like getting to know me. So like, yeah. Oh, so you well. didn't, Layla wasn't, Layla was not um, a thing. You were just like she using your real name born. and stuff with these no. guys too? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You were? Uh, I was using my real name. I was. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So like. Well, maybe that's why like, they liked you. They're like, wow, to this this so nice. No, like, and, but I have a name tag with my name on it. Like, you know, oh, like yeah, they know true. who they're leaving with. You know what? Like I, what I learned from it is like, if you kind of treat it like almost like a girlfriend thing, like, you know, like, oh, just give me some money. Like, and they'll just give you some money. <laughs> God, like, I, I wish it was nice that easy. It. Like, it, it really, honestly, it really is. Like, if a guy wants to spend money on on someone, he's gonna spend that money. Like, if a guy's holding on to it, it's probably because he has some doubts. He's like, I don't know, there's something over there I might want to play with, and I'm like, we'll play with her too. We can all come. <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. So wow, you start doing that, then you started posting ads online, and then like, how did you come mm-hmm. out? Because we met in Edmonton. So you you just go now mm-hmm. you're in Vancouver you, you Layla you're flying all over the place so how how did that happen <laughs> Yeah so uh it, honestly it, my life just kind of fell apart something some bad things happened when I was in Toronto mm-hmm. and I lost uh, a lot of my savings because of it and so I was like okay I'm going to go on tour so it was like All-Star weekend 
uh, in Toronto, like, like for basketball. So like there was all these celebrities and I was like, I'm going to work one last night in this nightclub. I'm going to make some money. So I made enough to basically like not have to work like for a while. Like it was a good chunk of change. I was able to keep aside. And after I just lost like a lot of money from all the other crap in my life, uh, like this is what I needed. So I had like literally just one bag, like, um, like a, it was like an old makeup bag from school. Uh, like this big ass, like black satchel. Like I just stuffed a bunch of things in there. I took like my like least favorite handbag. Cause I was like, I'm going on tour. I got to look poor, uh, but not too poor. Uh, and then yeah. like, I literally I like, got myself together and got on a bus and like just left. And I went like through Regina and then like ended Oof. up in Edmonton and then just kind of stayed there. So like oh, I did God. this like mini tour and just stayed in Edmonton. Yeah. And then uh, like, I kind of just got stuck in Edmonton for a few years. And then that's when I'm you sorry met me about that. that stuck phase. <laughs> oh God. Um, oh my God. I feel bad for you now from, from Toronto to getting stuck in Edmonton. <laughs> and then you ended up in the Robin Tugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like I was, I had like no place. I was living out of like hotels and things. Like I was pretty much, I was homeless. Like I didn't have my home anymore. Like everything. I'd lost everything overnight. And that's why I went on this, like, I'm going on tour. I'm just going to make money on Fuck road. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I just like started working at elite retreat and like, you know, it was like nice to like, I felt like I had a nine to five. I worked like two days a week and I'd make like a little bit of money. It wasn't like a crazy amount of money. And I just used my other time to like go on tour or like, you know, uh, like I would just do other things. Like I did a lot of late night calls. You ended up in, in the, M- the slums of an Edmonton oh, yes. brothel. That's nice. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, and you were doing you were doing the late right, night calls. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, right, well, I called it when I was a square hoe because you know I worked in nine to five at the brothel, <laughs> and then yep, late yep. at night Layla would come. Well, <laughs> Layla would come and <laughs> work the night crowd. And how did the night crowd in Edmonton compare to the night crowd in Toronto? <laughs> um. So because I never really even posted ads in Toronto, like I would tour small towns. Uh, cause it would be so rare that they like, not to like speak highly of myself or anything, but there's not a lot of people that look like me, uh, or people that show their face and their ads. And at that point, like mm-hmm. I'd been outed and stuff. So I didn't care about who was going to see anything. Cause I'm like, my mama knows now. So <laughs> you guys, <laughs> fun, you guys messed up. <laughs> exactly. Um, so like, uh, pe- so like working in Toronto, like I never even like bothered because I was so used to like the face to face thing. Um, but I was like, okay, so I'm not going to shit where I eat. So being in Edmonton now, uh, like a lot of the guys would think I was like fake, a fake ad. Cause I'm showing my face. They would mm-hmm. think like, Oh, this girl's going to rob me. People would steal my photos. Uh, because yeah, I, I remember fake. that. Uh, yeah. One person stole my photos and she was like, not that far from me. Uh, and so I was like, I'm going to show up. So I showed up to her place and I was like, yeah, you need to take your pictures down. Like we're down the street from each other. Like, come on, man. Like people are messaging me like from calf and stuff like, Hey, someone's using your photos or is this you? And I'm like, no, it's not me. Like we can't both be at the hotel and my in-call. Like it doesn't make any sense. Oh my God. Uh, what did she say so, when you showed up at yeah. the door? <laughs> she honestly, it was like the most awkward thing ever. Like she kind of just shut the door afterwards but like it was just like girl like you need to just take my pictures down like i'm for real and so like after that like she took the ad down um 
but it was just like awkward. And she was like telling me she's going to get her goons to come beat me up because I was the one stealing photos from an Instagram. I was like, no, oh really? the pictures aren't that great, ma'am. Like, <laughs> and if it's anyone's oh Instagram, God. it's mine. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. So I guess nobody went to go um, beat you up, right? <laughs> No. And so like the difference, the difference between like Alberta and like working in Ontario though, um, was face to face. I don't think I'll ever make the same amount of money. Um, but in terms of like posting an ad, I find that, uh, Albertans paid more when I posted on ads. Um, but they definitely, they have a type and I'm not it. And it was like, it was fine. And then if I was anyone's type, it was like fetishized immensely and so that was like a turnoff for me too because i'm like i don't know if i want to like be fetishized in that way for like my complexion (laughs) yeah no that's weird Hmm. Hmm. so how long did you end up staying in edmonton then like only a few years uh so before so i toured edmonton a lot before i officially like was stuck there which was when you met me so i guess that was 2016 to 2018 so two years that Hmm. i like was just kind of stuck in edmonton (laughs) Oh God, that's long enough. I think. <laughs> uh, so, and, like, I have like you... a love hate relationship with it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I do too. So I understand. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like daddy oh, issues man. type thing. You're like, Ugh, I'm just coming back here. How? <laughs> I know. I know. It's like I always tell myself I'm going to move away, and then I just end up not and just staying here. So one day. And so you're in Vancouver now. I guess it's kind of hard to, you know, do the freestyling thing because of COVID and whatnot. So are you're still working, escorting, right? Uh, yeah. Like, so I've cut down my face-to-face a lot because uh, I went into retirement in 2018. Or so I thought I was going to, but that was a lie. Like, I don't even know <laughs> why we do this to ourselves. Like, they always come shit. back. Uh, so... <laughs> Right. I'm like, I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm like, I love Layla. No, I do. So I talk about her like as this, another person. And even like in my relationship, like we talk about her as another person. I'm like, Layla wants to come out and play. Like we have to let her out. Uh, so now I just like kind of, I advertise on Twitter. And so like, I get like, honestly, the odd requests here and there. And that's, what's been paying my bills is pretty much that. And then uh, like, I do like, only fans I don't know why it feels like it's so stressful like I try to like maintain yeah. my nine to five and then like try and do that and I'm like oh my god <laughs> um for like less money too I'm like I feel like face-to-face makes so much fun. oh I know it's, it's hard so cool the, the only fans hustle is hard people don't understand like holy crap it's a lot of you work you can't have a, you can't have another job only fans has to be your job if you're doing only fans and I'm like that can't be my yeah. job I have like I if you want to make money <laughs> Yeah, like if you want to make money on OnlyFans, people don't realize it is it is a nine to five. Like it's not a oh, joke. Hundred percent, right? It's like all yeah. day. <laughs> totally, yeah, totally. Working so, on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when so when you first got to Vancouver, then you you weren't doing the freestyling thing. Uh so I like I didn't do it as much. But here's my issue: is that if somebody starts talking to me on the street. It doesn't matter Layla comes out. who I'm with. <laughs> she comes out. So like, sometimes I have to remember I'm like, with, I'm with like my like square friends and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I like, obviously like if she came out, like, I don't know what to do. I can't bring her back in now. So I'm like, is it okay? She's out to play. <laughs> 
<laughs> literally like I can't even it's like a, it's it, like it's honestly it's like a third person inside me where like she'll see money or she'll smell something good and she's like hey what's up no, I think it's so funny. I love it so much. Oh my god, I need to bring some of that energy. Oh my god, because uh, like my experience, oh no, I was just I was, all I was going to say is like I literally will make sure that I look like I'm dressed to the nines when I'm out to the grocery store because I'm like I'm a walking billboard. I can meet a client anywhere I go. It's true, girl. It's like, true. You just need some business cards. You just got to make eyes at the old man in, in produce or, you know, buying his diapers and you just, you know, Literally, wink at him yeah. and flip him the business card. There you go. Many, yeah. How many young girls do you see with like nice bags and like nice shoes and shit? Like you don't see that regularly. Like what else do I do? Like I'm obviously not a doctor, sir. Like, so, no, no. C- clearly you're talk. selling your pussy. There's <laughs> you no know, if, ands, or buts right? about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm living like, in Vancouver yeah. and I'm like so bougie. What else could I be doing? And the strip clubs are closed. Yeah, because like, your, your rent's so expensive. Clearly, you got to be selling something to be able to look like that. Yeah, exactly. There, so. <laughs> no, honestly, and I'm like sometimes I'm like guys, put the pieces together. Like, what else could I be doing? I don't sell drugs. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh my god. So, do you think you prefer freestyling yeah. compared to like uh, the brothel stuff and like? like posting ads and whatever because it sounds like you have a lot of fun with it i do so if it came down to it like okay there was remember there was a time where like everyone's like that is gone and mm-hmm. like oh like we're gonna we're doomed and i was like girls like you can go outside like they're outside like, i'm not above like like girl just walk the track like, there's, there's like, tricks everywhere yeah like right but the thing is is like okay i so everyone has like this big stigma against like walking pavement but like back in the day that's how it was like you literally would go and like there was high track and low track and i'm not saying you know you have to be like out on hastings or whatever but we have a financial <laughs> district you can just talk to somebody and assume be like hey how you doing i can leave with you for lunch the fairmont's right there like it's so easy and then those are the guys who are booking escorts between like 12 and 3 anyways so i'm like it's true chat like you can go to my hotel right now (laughs) that's your track uh what is it west hastings (laughs) (laughs) yeah right Uh, in toronto actually i used to use like bay mullington was my block i'm like yeah just find a guy here so i'm like someone's gonna drop a pen and I'm going to be there to Layla, pick it up. Yeah. Hi, I'm Layla. <laughs> <laughs> Layla's up to play. Where's your wallet? <laughs> oh, my God. So when this, I know. I know. When COVID's over, we got to go walk the track in Vancouver. I'm coming to visit, and you're going to teach me. Because the so, only time I've ever okay. freestyled is, like, in Grand Prairie when I'm hammered. And it's worked. But, I mean, I need, you know, I need to try somewhere else. <laughs> yes. No, that honestly, though, it works. Like, I've gone to, like, small towns, and I just hit up the casino. I'll just, like, sit there. And if I'm your lucky charm, throw some money my way. Like, I helped make it happen. I cheered you on, ripped pants while you were doing your thing. Like, <laughs> like what? We did this. It's true. And you know what? Men in those small towns, they don't see girls like you very often. Girls like either of us, so. <laughs> no, I- Uh, no seriously they don't see they see like their local girls and like that's what was like wrong with me being in Edmonton was uh everyone just thought oh Layla's just gonna be there Layla's just gonna be there and I was like no I'm not I'm leaving and I said that for two years and then I really left (laughs) oh my god oh my god that's so funny (laughs) touring definitely helps like it's so much I feel like it's better than being stagnant in one place and if you're privileged enough to tour like just pick up your bags and go (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. Like, 
and I I get like I don't know like I get I like I need to go somewhere I can't be sitting around in Edmonton for months on end like I gotta go mm-hmm. somewhere I gotta get out of there I gotta yeah because I make more money out of town for the most I, part I, so right and I tell people I'm like there's no pussy like new pussy so you know sometimes you gotta mm-hmm. leave and come back and it's brand new because like you haven't had it in so long <laughs> It's true. It's true. They they want that fresh pussy. And yeah, it's like, I don't know, when I go to certain yeah. places, I go like every couple months. Everyone's excited to see me. Nobody's excited to see me in Edmonton. I freaking live here. Where's the excitement? I'm old. Yeah, I'm used right? up here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally how it feels. And they're like, oh, she's my ATF. I'm like, what was the last time you saw me? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like you know. God. I'm like, <laughs> like I never was the one to like offer GFE, but I'm like, I can do it right now. I'm like, I'll go through your phone. I'm going to ask you why, you, when was the last time you saw me? Like, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So do you have any uh, tips for people looking yeah. to freestyle? What are your biggest tips for someone who's never done it before? My biggest tip is go casinos are best. It's the easiest like environment, places like lounges. And don't shit in your own backyard. So, like, don't go to places where you'll go with friends afterwards. You know, it has to be, like, Mm -hmm. a place you're probably not going to go to on your own. So, um, I hit up, like, upscale restaurants that I knew my friends were going to because we're all poor, you know? Like, or at least (laughs) they all thought we were poor. (laughs) Mm -hmm, They thought. Yeah, right? I'm like, I wasn't, like, showcasing my wealth. Like, oh, look, guys, I'm just so rich. I'm like, oh, let's just go to McDonald's because we're so poor. Struggling. (laughs) I'm like, I'm rolling in dough. (laughs) I'm having so much fun. Um, (laughs) It's not like that all the time. Um, No, no. I I wish. Oh, the tips, I'm your tips for, for new, new freestylers, uh, yeah. your biggest tips. So don't shit yeah, in your own so, backyard. So, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Don't shit in your own backyard. Um, try to bring a friend who's also down because sometimes it helps to like have a friend, but that could also be like against you if you have a friend too, because sometimes it's intimidating, but like True. if you're in like a casino or like a club environment, then it's usually easier with a friend. Otherwise... If you're like in a hotel bar, um, like literally like just be on your own and just be prepared to like not ask directly for like an hourly rate or anything, but like, oh, like, you know, uh, you can pay for the hotel tonight, you know, and like then work your way into like telling him, by the way, like, this is what I want. And then he'll like literally like will pay you something, you know, because no one's going to want to feel like they like rip somebody off. But I try to just be upfront like beforehand. (laughs) Uh, No, like some people are just scammers. Like I've had guys who I didn't talk money at first and then they knew that they were going to pay something, but we didn't talk about it at first. And then he tried to like basically like walk away from like he thought he was going to like have this whole fun night and we were like going to leave and he wasn't going to pay at all at that point because like we'd already gone so much time with no money. So I was like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh. if you want this party to continue on, like I need something. And so then he ended up paying up. So make sure you get your money first. If you are going to money first, and then you want, that's like rule number one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait on a promise. Like don't, you know, that's not a real thing. Um, and then, uh, like don't ever make a guy feel like he's a John. That's like my best advice because at the end of the day, no one wants to feel like they're being taken advantage of because it's not really being taken advantage of. It's like, it's a mutual, mutually 
beneficial thing, you know, like I scratch your balls and you pay me. You pay my bills. I you, I scratch the balls, you pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, like, you know. Um, uh, and then just to go for it, like shoot your shot. You never know. You never know who's a high paying anything. Like you never know who you're sitting there talking to, you know, like shoot your shot. Just, just go it for it. Have if confidence. You're open with, yeah. If you're open about what you do and like, for example, like yourself, like you show your face and stuff, like who cares if someone knows you're a hooker in that moment? Like I tell people all the time, they're like, what do you do? Why do you have nice things? Like, oh girl. Home. And they're like, what? Exactly. And Everyone I think I'm knows joking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm right? joking so I'm like, too. So Nobody believes not? me. I have to like no, pull up right? my I'm website like, for these people like, to believe me. Right. I'm like, guys, like I'm legitimately like, and, and then I'm like, and then on top of that, I'm like, I'm not just like any hoe, like guys, I'm a ho ho. Like I'm a high risk. I will go out there. Minimal screening sometimes like, <laughs> <laughs> like crazy, like, like that type of hoe. I'm like you wrangling guys down men on, on the street, street. literally like that like you know i'm like prostitute with a p like i don't even know how boldly more i can say it <laughs> you know <laughs> you've earned your stripes <laughs> literally i'm like guys i don't know like if you guys know like i'm a ho-ho like <laughs> it's true though it's true uh, yeah. oh my god that's so funny <laughs> Right. Like, oh it, it, like it almost feels like a little bit more. Cause I'm like, you know, some people tell me, Oh, I don't work past 10 PM. I'm like, cool. I'm like, but have you? Cause like I've made exponential amounts because I worked past 10 PM multiple times. See girl, I just got to go to sleep. Crazy. Like I can't handle it. I need my, my beauty rest. You're getting old in how years. So you lost your chance. You should have done it a little bit sooner. Fuck, I know. Cause now you could I've not been... <laughs> It's true. It's now true. I've been doing this six years. So that's what, like at least 18 time. whole years. Literally, like you're an old granny now. So uh, I knew like when people started like asking me, hey, you've been 24 so long. I'm like, yeah, I've been 24 seven years. So what? So what? Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm 24 now. So I think every year it's just going to be 24 for, yeah, seven more years. Yeah. They're not going to know the difference. I was never, you know, it's funny. I was younger hmm. at one point than that age but I was doing an even younger age then. And then one day I was like, 24 is like not quite 25, but not quite like too young. Like I'm not too old. Like I'm just on the cusp. So it's I true. Like, I, I used to lie sometimes. See, that's, that's a good idea. Actually. I think, yeah, you're right. I'm going to stay 24 forever. Cause even when I was like 22, 23, sometimes I'd put my age on my ads as older just mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I don't know, like I always used my real age, but sometimes that scared people. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, you know what? Like for a time, I just tried to be like super ambiguous. Like, and so, and then one day I was like, why? I'm like, I show my face. Like, <laughs> I'm like what's, what difference does it make? Like, <laughs> um, true. but uh, like, I don't know. I thought 24 was a fun age. Cause like at the end of the day, I'm whatever you want me to be. You want me to be 25? I'm 25. I'm 35. I'm 35. I'm whatever <laughs> age. I'm, it's your fantasy. That's literally what I tell guys. You know I'm what? like, what do you want? <laughs> that's so true see one of my good clients he seen me for like I don't know quite a while and we spent a lot of time together and he's like oh my god you're actually 23 and I was like yeah he's like I thought you were like 27 I'm like well I can be if you want me to be if that makes you feel better <laughs> yeah whatever you want man like you want to call me Sally instead of Layla that's cool too like I prefer daddy but like whatever floats your boat <laughs> you know <laughs> We're yeah. selling the fantasy here. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, thank right. you so much, Layla. Right. Thank you for having me. <laughs> do you want to plug yourself? Where can they find you? What's your Twitter 
Okay, so yeah, Layla got cut off there, but all of her information will be in the description of the podcast this week if you want to find her. She's based out of Vancouver. You can find her on Twitter. And now to the segment on boundaries. So I guess I will just read you the message I got from somebody. I won't say her name. So she messaged me and said, I'm dealing with an obsessed client. Being all new in the industry, I would love if you had some time on an episode to talk about stalkers, annoying men who do not take no as an answer. I want to use you for free, push you into a relationship you don't want to be in. And if you refuse, they call and send text threats and hateful messages, then apologizing messages, then threats and hate again. Learning now on my own early signs of stalkers or obsessed guys and reading here and there, I think if you covered sometime this topic in your podcast... That would be so helpful to so many ladies. I even removed my ad and website, not sure not sure what to do and if I have to be scared or not in case I have to go to the police. Still debating, should I go to the cops or not? Just waiting for now, hoping he would stop. Just an idea I think would be a valuable topic to cover those drama guys and entitled creeps. Okay, so yeah, thank you again for the message. I really appreciate it. Yeah, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind when I read that, I think it's less of a problem. Well, like what this guy's doing is wrong, but I think it just comes down to not having any boundaries with clients. And in my experience, women in this business, sex workers who don't have boundaries, it creates a lot of problems and a lot of stress and a lot of headache in their work and personal lives. Because if they don't have boundaries, then the two, there's no difference, right? So she talks about annoying men who do not take no as an answer. Okay, so let's start there. So if someone's not taking no for an answer, I would wonder why you were still communicating with this person. And I just want to say, I don't know the whole story of this. Um, I just know what was sent to me in this message. So that this is just my opinion from the information that I have here. Um, use you, and she says uh, he wants to use her for free. Okay, well, all sorts of clients try and use escorts for free. It happens all the time. It happens every day of my goddamn life when people text me expecting me to, you know, text them for free, send them stuff for free, get free time. You know, that's just something you run into. And at the end of the day, this is a business and I'm the professional here. I run the shots and I don't do things for free that I don't want to do. There's no pushing me into doing anything that I do not want to do because I have boundaries. So if you are, if someone is pushing you to do things for free, you are letting them because you don't have boundaries. You know, you all you have to do is say no. Uh, she also says, pushing you into a relationship she doesn't want to be in. And if you refuse, they call and send text threats and hateful messages. Well, a relationship takes two people, correct? So if someone is pushing you into a relationship that you don't want to be in, that is not a relationship. And this man who's ever doing this, that's crossing boundaries. I see this happening all the time with, you know, a lot of, a lot of people in this business. And again, it just comes down to, you have to say no, you know, this, most escorts are not escorting to get into anything for free with clients. This is how we pay our bills. If somebody wants to get into a relationship with you and you don't want to say no. And if they call and send text threats, well, block their number. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, and, you know, and then she says he sent hateful message, then apologizing messages, then threats, then hate again. It's just a manipulation tactic. If you have boundaries and say no, like I'm the professional, this is we don't have a relationship. We have a professional relationship, but that's where it ends. You know, there should be none of this. And, you know, men in this business know when women are new and they wait for the new girls to come out and to, you know, start in the business because they know that they don't have boundaries. They don't know what they're doing. 
I didn't have strong boundaries either when I first started. I think I had, you know, a decent grasp on what was going on, but you know, it happens all the time. And the boundaries in this business are something that you learn with time and experience and it gets easier. And I can say now that I do not have men in my life, personal or otherwise, that cross my boundaries in these ways. Like people just, they don't even approach me anymore because, because I think they can just tell that I'm not going to take anyone's bullshit. So when you stop taking people's bullshit, the bullshit will likely stop coming. You know, don't be afraid to block people. You don't have to hang on to clients that you don't like. Get rid of them. Delete their number. Make them inaccessible to you. You know, I don't know what kind of threats this person is sending you. Um, I don't think the police can do anything unless someone physically threatens your safety. So I don't know if the police will help you, but I understand that it's a scary situation if someone's sending you those things. But you know what? I get shit on every day or a lot of the time. And what are these people going to do? Okay. These, you know, I don't think you have to be too worried, but, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, you just have to have boundaries and say no and recognize you are the professional in the situation. Men do not dictate, clients do not dictate what you do and do not do. If you are uncomfortable with something or how someone is communicating with you, block them, tell them that's unacceptable. You know, stand up for yourself. You don't have to get yourself into these situations. And then early signs of stalkers or obsessed guys well, you probably know the early signs because you probably feel that something's off. You know, I've never really had this problem either. Just, you know, I have never had a stalker <laughs> um, or anyone too obsessed, not, you know, that I really had any issues with. Yeah, again, just if something feels off, remind them that you are a professional and that's that, you know, there's no, there's no personal relationship being had here. Um, she also goes on to say she removed her ad and website. If this guy is physically like following you, threatening your safety, yeah, go to the police. But I don't think you should let one client manipulate you in this way because guess what? He's winning now. He's getting what he wants. Like, what are you going to do? Just not work because this guy's sending you some text messages, you know, and then again, I'm aware that I don't know the whole story. And it's like, what are you going to do? Is he paying your bills? Probably not. So yeah, keep working. Fuck that guy. You know, guys, guys that want to engage in this drama and are think that they're entitled to free labor from sex workers, just it just comes down to having boundaries. Those men will always exist in this business. They will always find you. Always. They like to prey on new new girls. That's just how it is. And you have to get boundaries. That's pretty much all I have to say. I don't know how else to say it. And you know, the other thing is you can, yeah, you, you reached out to me, you can reach out to other women who have been in the business longer and you know how they would handle the situation. For me, if this if this was happening to me, I would simply block and move on. You know, I wouldn't even let it get to this point. As soon as something starts feeling off or like too much, bye. But yeah, I hope that makes sense and I hope that was helpful. Um, if you have, you know, if anyone has any questions on this stuff, feel free to message me. But yeah, at the end of the day, have boundaries. Don't give your labor away to people for free. Okay. This is a business at the end of the day. And that's that. All right. Well, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Again, Layla's information will be linked below. Also, um, all of my information will be linked below too. If you want to find me on Twitter or OnlyFans, thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Life Skills. Follow Ashlyn on social media at No Life Skill or at Adore Ashlyn. Be sure to like, comment, and hit that subscribe button. We'll see you on the next show.